Hey guys, what's going on? This is Vincent Henderson here. Um, Welcome to my first podcast. I just wanted to take a moment and just talk about the importance of finishing. The importance of finishing. It is very important that we gain a conviction for being finishers. Um, All of us I say this all the time. We are we are walking billionaires. We are people that are carrying so much product and so much relevant information and and answers and strategies and solutions that's going to help others, but we don't tap into it. And um, sometimes we don't tap into it because we don't have the motivation to tap into it. But I want to take this particular podcast today to encourage you to tap into the answers, the solutions, the strategies that are in you. And however God is encouraging you, leading you, guiding you on how to materialize these answers and strategies, begin to welcome the conviction of a finisher so you can get these things done. There are things in you that you have to finish that God wants you to manifest. He wants you to materialize. And in your endeavor to manifest these solutions, you are becoming. You are becoming what God intended for you to be. Because your purpose is that you can become an answer to somebody else so that God can get the glory off off your life, whatever it is that you've been called to do. It might not be preaching. It might not be being a doctor. It might not be being a lawyer. But whatever it is that you're doing should be bringing some kind of answers or solutions or strategies to someone else in your endeavor to obey God and to finish, materialize, and complete the things that God is telling you to do, which is on the inside of you to do. So have a conviction for finishing. I just wrote a ebook called A Place Called Unnecessary. It's on my website at vincenthenderson.com. And uh, I remember when God first brought it back to me before I, I, I knew that there was actually a few things I was working on. I was working on an online school for people who are trying to get on the journey, the pathway to discovering purpose and how to go about that. I was working on uh, some music and I was preaching and I was working on quite a few things, but I knew that I needed to get my school done and that I needed to uh, finish my book. But I really didn't have the motivation to finish the book until after I completed the school. See, sometimes when you're when you're materializing and, and you're trying to get projects and products out of you, God won't give you the drive to get one thing done until you finish the last thing he told you to do. Some people are spirit, what I call spiritually backed up. They're backed up because they won't release what's in them. And um, they won't release what's in them. And so... By the time they do release it, either the information is not relevant for the moment because they decided to delay, or they've just lost the motivation to release it. I believe wholeheartedly that when God gives you an assignment to do, that there is a 
set time. There's a window of favor that is upon that assignment that he's giving you to do to complete it. And you need to make sure you finish what he's telling you to do while the window is open. There's never a thing that God will tell you to do. And he's not telling you to do it because there's a bigger picture or a, a, a bigger reason behind what he's instructing you to do. And there is a time period that is attached to that assignment. We understand that God is over time. You know, he is over um, the days and the hours and the years, the months, the seasons of our lives. But there are particular things that God wants us to finish and complete for a particular timing and season in our journey. And we have to take serious the conviction of a finisher so that we can complete what it is he's telling us to do. So as I was finishing up, wrapping up here, as I was finishing up my school, when I finally got my school done, it was very hard. I had to get the curriculum you know, I had to record the videos. I had to upload everything. I had to make sure everything looked right. I had to set up the payment plans. I, it was a lot that I had to do. But when I, finally, when I finally finished it, then there was this wind or this drive or this divine strength, if, if you will, that came out of nowhere for me to finish this 31-page ebook called A Place Called Unnecessary. And when I finally finished the school, it's like it was a charge that came out of nowhere. And I remember one day coming to work and I sat down and I wrote that book out and I didn't go home until I finished. It was like I was typing from 7 a.m. that morning till about 9 p.m. that that evening. And I didn't I didn't go home until it was done. Because when you when you come under the conviction of a finisher, you want to make sure things are finished and done because you're sitting back going, okay, God, what's next? What do you want me to do next? What do you want me to finish next? What do you want me to complete next? So this is what I want you to leave with. Instead of asking God for things you think he wants you to do, ask him, have you completed what he's already told you to do? Instead of asking God for wisdom or strategy on something else, go to God and ask him, Lord, did I finish the last thing you told me to do? Sometimes we look for, even in the prophetic, we look for a new word. And God is saying, I've already given you so many words that are undone, that you have not responded to, that you have not partnered with, that you have not walked with. When you receive the word of the Lord, it's 50-50. It's, it's you have what I call prophetic responsibility. Once you receive that word, you have a responsibility to partner with that word so that it can come from one dimension into, into another. It can come from the spirit world into the, the, the natural world that we live in, this earthly dimension that we live in every day. There are promises and manifestations that are hovering over our heads every day. There are witty inventions and ideas and, and all kinds of uh, streams of income and solutions and answers and strategies and questions and instructions that are just hanging over our head every day. But the question becomes is, are we sensitive enough? Are we humble enough? Are we obedient enough to partner with what already is? 
Are you positioning yourself to do that? And one of the ways you're going to make that happen is you have to have the conviction of a finisher. So in this year, let's become finishers and let's get it done. You guys have a great day. Hey guys, it's Vincent Henderson here, and I want to welcome you to another Freedom uh, Podcast. Listen, I wanted to share with you a thought that I've been pondering on for the last few hours. Uh, I've been thinking about the importance of the voice of God, and um, I've just been thinking about how it's very important with the time and hour that we're living in this year of 2020, and Everybody's having these major decisions and goals and dreams and endeavors and things that they want to reach and do. We have to understand that it is vitally important that you don't make a move without knowing that it's the voice of God that have that has given you the go ahead to do it. Um, but what I'm just becoming to understand even from my own personal application, it's real, sometimes it can be real easy to miss God. And we make decisions outside of his, uh, God's permission and, and knowing that it's his voice speaking to us because we have so many other voices that sounds like God. And so, how do we know God is speaking? How do we know that it's actually him that's talking to us? And it's not the voice of our desires or it's not the voice of our fears or the voice of our insecurity, the voice of our past or the any other voice outside of his. How do we know it's him? And this is what the Lord helped me to understand. I was having a conversation with God last night and I told him, I said, Lord, how did I miss you in times past concerning some other situations and decisions that I needed to make? How did I miss you? I know I hear your voice, but how did I miss you? And the Bible tells us that that ye that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. In the Amplified Bible, it says, He that has an ear, let him be listening. And it goes on to mention to be listening by perception, comprehension, and understanding. So when God is speaking to us, we are supposed to perceive, comprehend, and understand what's being said in the moment of communication between us and the father and so the lord said to me this he said the reason why you've missed me in times past is because you didn't have enough capacity to see what i was saying so you couldn't hear what i was saying god can only speak to the areas that his word has space for he cannot speak to areas where his word won't fit because God's word is outside of time. As soon as he says it, it materializes. 
it must happen because he cannot lie. So when God gives you an instruction, a lot of times we can't hear him because we don't have the faith, we don't have the capacity, and we don't have the right perception nor the understanding to house what's being said in the moment. This is how we miss God. And this is what welcomes other voices outside of his that may sound like him to detour us off of the journey of purpose and destiny. So in whatever decision that you are making and whatever whatever you're getting ready to decide to do, whatever God is, is speaking to you about, maybe your marriage, your church, your business, um, some assignments that he's told you to do, and you really need to hear God before you make a move. Before you make a decision, make sure you have the capacity to house what God is about to say. Because it won't make sense and you won't be able to perceive it if there's no room for what's being said. Point in case. God told Moses, I want you to pick out 12 of your best men to spy out the land. The land is flowing with milk and honey. The land I've already promised you. The land that I've already spoken to you about. Pick out 12 of your best men to go spy it out. To go bring back the report. Because what God was really telling him is, I need to make sure that you all are seeing, seeing what I said. I need to make sure you are seeing correctly what I've said. So a lot of times hearing and seeing plays a major part in the complete download and comprehension of what the Father is saying to you. This is why a lot of people are having a difficult time hearing God because there's no way that God can speak to you and you don't change. I want you to think about that. No way. There's no way the voice of truth can continue to talk to you or me or us and we continue to welcome and make feel at home the lies of the enemy. So that's why many people feel like they're crazy. You don't have to struggle with several different voices if you would allow truth to do what it needs to do. And once truth does what it needs to do, then there'll be room for what God intended. So I want to encourage you guys today, as you're listening to God about what he's saying to you, Ask yourself the hard questions. What is it that's in me that needs to come out? What is it that's in me that's taking up space, that's making it hard for me to hear God? I want to hear the voice of the Lord. And I want to know when he's, when he's talking. I want to know it's actually him that's speaking to me. You guys have a great day. Create capacity so you can comprehend understand and perceive accurately what God is saying when he's speaking to you. Take care.
Hey guys, what's going on? This is Vincent Henderson here, and welcome to another Freedom Podcast. Listen, I want to take a few moments to talk with you about something very, 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 very important. I want to talk to you from the subject, access is for the trustworthy. Access is for the trustworthy. It is vitally important that we understand this as we begin to develop friendships, relationships, and people that we are connected to. It is vitally important that we understand the power of giving the right people certain levels of access to us because you matter just that much. You matter. This is what you have to understand, family. Your surroundings and the people in your life is a direct reflection of how you see yourself. That's right. Everybody in your contact list, everybody that you are connected to, everybody that has access to you that can call you and and get your attention at any moment, people that you have given certain titles and, and spaces and places in your life. That is a reflection. That is a confirmation of how you think and see, think about yourself and see yourself, right? So what we have to understand and what we have to begin to take more serious is levels, level of access that people have in our life, especially as you approach your purpose, as you begin to mature and to and to develop in everything that you have been created and destined by God to be, it is crucial that the right people are connected to you and that you have given them the correct places and spaces and titles in your le- in your life. Why? Because whatever title you give a person, you have to adjust your expectation for them to maintain that title that you gave them. This is why you really need to put people on trial and watch them and absorb and observe their actions. Look at how they handle you, how they respond to you, how, how, how they deal with you. Pay attention to that. And that doesn't happen overnight sometimes. Sometimes that takes time. Use discernment. So it is important the level of access that you give people. For example, for me, I might not give a associate the same level of access that I would give a friend. And I might not give a friend the same level of access that I give a brother. So this is how it works with me. I will trust you until you give me a reason not to. And... I'll stop trusting you once I see you consistently giving me that reason. It has to be consistent. Now, it's not going to be long enough to where I'm just playing Dodo the Fool and I'm not absorbing. I'm not observing and seeing what I'm seeing. Sometimes you got to call it for what it is. They say, you know, you make a, a mistake one time, shame on them. Two times, shame on you. Three times, you just come on now. You're just insane at that point. But sometimes the reason why for many people it takes more than one time for them to be disappointed to recognize that that individual has a space and a place and a level of access in their life that they should not have because of how they see themselves. 
And we have to have a greater conviction and become people that are loyal to whatever titles that we are given in our network or in our immediate spheres life. If somebody calls me a brother to them, I'm going to take that serious. I personally do not play with the term brother, bro, sis. I don't play with that term. If I call you a brother, if I call you a sister, you got my time. You may even have my money if I got it. You know, you you got you got me as a brother. I'm going to treat you like we share the same DNA because there's a level of trust and there's a level of access that you have from me. And hopefully I can get from you. Now, I will never call a person brother that I can only trust to be a friend. And I will never call a person a friend that I can only trust to be an associate. Just because you forgive people, it does not mean they have the same level of access. I forgave you, but that does not mean you're my brother. That does not mean you're my sister. And it ain't nothing I'm doing. It's something because, listen, trust is earned. If we want valuable, effective, relevant relationships, we have to stop being lazy and put in the work to maintain the health of those relationships and stop and, and stop messing up on them and looking for them to just let us back in because we want to be sloppy in our areas of conviction of how we deal with each other. I can't call you my brother or call you my sister and you have no respect for me, my feelings and how I feel. Now, I'm not the one to tell people to control them, to tell them who they need to be connected to, who they can be friends with. I'm not saying that the people that you're friends with need to like the same people you like because that's control. That's witchcraft. You can be connected to people that I don't necessarily care for. But once you start giving people titles and you start dealing with people that you know is a direct attack or enemy against me as an individual and I'm friends with you, now you're violating the safetyness that our connection is supposed to have. What you're telling me is our connection is not as important. Our safety based upon the title that I've given you and based upon the title that you've given me is not as important as my relationship with your enemy. Now, I got to draw back because I love me more than that. Stop letting people make you feel bad because you want to draw back and you want to protect your safetyness. Because when you become a safe place to other people, you should look for that in return. So this is valuable. This is important. In days to come, remember, especially as you're moving forward into purpose and destiny, access must be earned. Only the trustworthy deserve access. I love y'all. Y'all take care.